Welcome back to my Soul Series, our weekly half hour, to be able to delve into, you know, all things really spiritual, to challenge the status quo, that's what this show is all about, to connect to higher ground, and thereby elevate the value of our experience here and now. Uh, the here and now, you know, that's an expression that's achieved in almost, um, you know, cult-like status in our lexicon. But as in any case, when phrases are used and overused in a culture, sometimes they tend to lose their influence and their impact. And people just sort of toss about the here and the now as a reference in time without actually considering, I think, the, the magnitude of what those words really represent. Today, right now, I want to share with you somebody who has helped me along with millions of other people to really understand just why that phrase, the here and particularly the now, is not only vital, but is really all that there is. You may, if you listen to the Our Soul series, know that a few weeks back I was fortunate enough to be joined by Dr. Wayne Dyer, and he has been branded by a lot of people to be called the father of motivation. It follows suit that my guest today should be called, I guess, the father of the now, because Eckhart Tolle is widely recognized as one of the most original and inspiring spiritual teachers of our time. I personally think that uh, you are a prophet, Mr. Tolle, and I was uh, first introduced to your teachings back in, two, in the year 2000 when uh, um, actress Meg Ryan was on my show and she told me about this book. We're in a commercial break. I don't even know how the subject came up, but she mentioned the power of now and how it was really uh, having a big impact on her life. And so I went right out and I got the book right away. And uh, I put it in my magazine as one of on the old list. And I, I think I, I even listed it as a favorite thing for Christmas for all of our viewers. The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment, would have to be one of the most transformative books in, in my life. It's always by my bedside, no matter where I am. I carry it with me. I was just saying before I was introducing you, Eckhart, that I wished I had my original, original, original copy because I've bought so many copies since the first copy. But my original, original copy, I had so many um, uh, yellow markings in it for highlighting every sentence. I just thought, well, why don't I just finish reading the book instead of highlighting everything? Welcome to, to our Soul Series. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. There's so much I want to talk to you about. I know we're not going to get to all of it, so I just want to tell all of our listeners now, those of you who are big supporters seekers and fans of his book, The Power of Now, that this conversation will be continued uh, next week. So today's discussion is really, I'm going to try to focus it on the now and the book, The Power of Now. I was so moved in the book when you said you, very in the very beginning of the book, you said, 29 years old, having pondered suicide, you were thinking this, quote, I cannot live with myself any longer. This was the thought that kept repeating itself in my mind. And then suddenly I became aware of what a peculiar thought that was. Am I one or two? If I cannot live with myself, there must be two of me, the I and the self that I cannot live with. Maybe I thought only one of them is real. I love this because it's really one of the first times I thought, yeah, that's right. When you say... I'm going to tell myself something. Who is the I and who is the self? 
That's the fundamental question, is it not? Yes, that's right. Most people are not aware that they have a, a little man or woman in their head that keeps talking and talking. So there's a voice in the head that's the ex internal dialogue that most people are completely identified with. And in my case, and in many people's case, the voice in the head is a predominantly unhappy one. So there's an enormous amount of unhappiness that is continuously generated by this unconscious internal dialogue. And at that moment, that night, a separation occurred inside me between the voice, which is the incessant stream of thinking, and the sense of self that had become identified with that voice in the head, and a deeper sense of self that I later recognized as essentially consciousness itself, rather than something that consciousness had become through thinking. So that night the separation occurred, and when I woke up the next morning I was completely at peace for the first time since my childhood without understanding why. The understanding came much later. So the important point here is that it's essential for people to become aware that their thought processes and the sense of self that is derived from their thinking, which includes, of course, all one's memories, all one's conditioning, one's sense of self is a conceptual one that is derived from the past. So all the stream of thinking really is a con form of conditioning of the past. So it's essential for people to recognize that this voice is going on inside them incessantly and it's always a breakthrough when people for the first time realize here's my thinking, here are all the, all the habitual thoughts that I've been having, repetitive thoughts, very often recurring negative thoughts and they suddenly realize and here I am knowing that these thoughts are going through my head.